Greetings to those who watch below. On today's video, we're going to take a look at some truly terrifying poltergeist encounters. But before we start, I'd like to say thank you to those who dwell below. An exclusive channel membership you can check out using the link in the description box. So thank you to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Wade, Julie B, Jess Black Curtain, Christina Groves, Chris BLK Chris, Canopsia, Tegan S, The Real CFED 22, Tesos Karamaris, and LT Punisher 666. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel, making sure you hit that notification bell so that you never miss a video. Also, there's going to be a new Creepypasta video going up on the official Creepypasta.com YouTube channel, so make sure you check that out and also subscribe there. Finally, you can find me on Instagram at brimstone underscore below and on Facebook at brimstone below horror channel. But for now, sit back, relax and enjoy. What is going on in my apartment? For context, I live in an apartment house that is meant for student housing. It's two stories with five bedrooms, each with their own private bathroom. There's also a kitchen and living room area downstairs. I live in one of the bedrooms downstairs, right next to the bedroom door. Over the last week, I've had three separate paranormal experiences that I just have no real explanation for, and I'm starting to wonder if maybe I've encountered something. The first thing happened at about 2.30am when I was home alone and cleaning my bathroom while waiting for a friend to come over. I heard this enormous crash and thought someone had broken in through the glass-paned back door. Instead, what I found was that the glass light cover in front of my bedroom had somehow detached from the fixture and shattered across the ground, leaving glass everywhere. The light bulbs themselves had not been broken, but nonetheless, I was left incredibly shaken, thinking about how that could have fallen on someone. After that, my dog refused to walk out of my bedroom, and I had to carry her into her kennel in the next room, where she normally sleeps at night. Her choice. The next day, I cleaned the kitchen with my friend, and one of the things we focused on was the dishwasher, because there was a gross smell coming from it. Later, when we were resting on the couch, both the microwave and dishwasher turned themselves on at the exact same time. The microwave didn't have anything on its screen, and the dishwasher was turned to the pots and pans setting, a setting my household doesn't really use. Then yesterday, I left my house to go pick up some necessities from Walgreens with my friend, making sure the door was locked before I left, because there's been a lot of crime in the area. I even go as far as to shake the door before I leave to double check it's locked correctly, because the door doesn't always lock correctly. I can say with 100% certainty that the door was completely locked and closed. When I got back, however, the door was wide open, and my friend and I had to comb the house with our defensive weapons, namely pepper spray and a prayer, yelling to anyone that might have been inside that they needed to leave. Luckily, nobody was in my house or took anything, but the experiences I've been having are starting to spook me quite a bit and leave me on edge. Hell, now I can't sleep because there are new, detailed and graphic nightmares that I'm having. They involve shooting, crushed fetuses, and just in general, some of the most disturbing dreams I've ever had. All of these things combined have left me nervous and wondering 
am I dealing with more than just janky student housing and stress? Trying to figure out if something is following me. I've always thought I was a bit sensitive to any presences around me, and sometimes weird images or faces come to mind randomly when I feel I'm being observed. When I was little, there is a distinct story that I can tell. My house and my grandparents' house were next to each other, connected by two huge flights of stairs that went through my grandfather's fields. These were pitch dark at night. The stairs had no light on the way whatsoever, but me and my sister knew the way, and I guess nobody would just roam there, as they would technically have no access to that area unless they crossed through the other neighbours' fields that were adjacent to my grandfather's. We would go to my grandparents' house a lot, usually until it got dark, and my parents would call to let us know we should come back and go to bed. After 6pm, my grandparents would religiously lock the gates. The house was surrounded by a massive wall you could not climb over because there were vines sort of making a ceiling, and these walls were only around the house and a small garden, not the fields. So really, there was no way of getting inside that area. One day, as they usually would, my grandparents locked up, checked the entire house and outside bathroom, and everything checked out. It was just us at home. Later, at around 8pm, it was dark, and my parents called so we would return home. When I opened the house door, the door to the garden inside the enclosed walls, I saw a dark figure of a skinny man walk past so fast, and I swore by it, as I thought it was just one of my grandparents' friends or something. My grandparents looked everywhere, but there was no one else there. They were obviously scared, as they had weird and crazy experiences themselves, and old people here often believe in bad omens. They have both passed now. I did dream about my grandfather being strong and surrounded by a golden light the night he passed away at the hospital after being very ill. Now I'm in university, I kept joking about my house being haunted. I've lived in this house for around three or four years. The experiences are not yet full-on poltergeist, but occasionally some weird things happen. Plates and glasses have fallen off of closed cabinets at 4am. Roommates report hearing incessant footsteps on my bedroom floor when I wasn't even home, since I was out partying until 7am like a dumb uni kid. This one I decided to set up an audio motion recorder, and it did get triggered by what sounded like footsteps around the room. All four of us in the house were out partying that night and came home together. I also locked my room when I left, just to make sure. One time my roommate's stuff fell off the top of her closet at night. Her room is right below mine. I heard a woman cry and a couple fighting. My university books have randomly appeared in the very centre of the room, at least a metre away from the shelf that they were on. One of what I feel is the creepiest experiences is when I'd be woken up by a bloody scream on my ear calling my name, which happened multiple times. One night though, I'd fallen asleep after the alarm went off, and I had an exam, and I felt as if very calm angelic voices were calling me from afar and telling me to wake up, but it also sounded like it had a taunting tone to it. I can't explain, but that time, I did wake up just in time for my exam. Many of these experiences happen when I'm alone at home, maybe since I'm the only one who stays there year-round 
and doesn't go home for the weekends like the rest of my flatmates. The thing is, I feel like these experiences have become more scary. One time I woke up and felt like something was watching me from the corner of the room and felt this humongous sense of dread that I could not shake off. I was so scared of closing my eyes as if something would approach me if I did, and it suddenly went away when the clock hit 5am. I usually don't feel scared or a threatening presence, it's usually sort of neutral or good, but sometimes it just feels like the devil is lurking behind me. More recently, I was playing on my computer and talking to friends on Discord, and I felt as if a book had flown and banged on the floor next to my foot. I even felt the breeze as if I felt the movement. As I was used to this, I wasn't scared. I went to pick up the book, only to realise there was nothing there. On that same night, still through Discord, my friends said my voice out of the blue and just for a few seconds sounded like I was being possessed. It never happened again. I came home for the summer, but now I feel like something is following me, since now I'm experiencing these things here, across the ocean, and I can't explain them. Just this week, I've had a book fall just in front of me. I've heard sort of like a moan inside my bedroom at night, and this morning I woke up, looked at my phone to see the time, and closed my eyes again. Suddenly, I felt as if a hand smashed against the mattress right in front of my face. Again, I heard the noise, felt the breeze of the movement on my face. I shrugged it off, and I felt someone tugging on my hair. That was when I decided to get up and write out this encounter. There's an old lady that lives near here that said she felt ill and her stomach hurt when she touched my hands and said I was full of negative energy and wouldn't know where I got all of it as it was so much. I'm okay with having these experiences. I'm just scared as they are happening closer and closer to my body and I'm afraid that soon I'll get hurt by these. My time haunted by a poltergeist. When I was around the age of 11, I lived with my family in Maddock, North Dakota. It was a very small town with only five streets along the main highway. It had its own school district, but that's because it was so far out in the middle of nowhere, even by North Dakotan standards. I remember my mother having to drive several miles east just to get a signal on her phone. This was back in 2009. I'm 23 now and the things that happened in that house have haunted me since. The house has since been torn apart, but I can still feel it, like the house itself is one giant ghost, one that haunts me. It was one of the first to be built in the town, dating back about 130 years ago. I don't know the history of the house, but somehow it came to be owned by my grandmother on my mother's side. Stepping into the house was like stepping into an icebox. I do have to preface this experience with how I am not new to paranormal phenomena. I grew up in a very spiritual household, and I guess I became sort of a magnet, but nothing prepared me for this. Stepping into the house, you could feel its cold, dead grip grasp you. It left you paranoid and sleep deprived. I stopped being able to sleep in my room alone, so I had to have our large German shepherd sleep in my bed every night with me. Every night, there used to be something in the corner of my room watching me. Obviously, if I look back on it, this is exactly when my sleep paralysis started. 
but I like to tell myself it didn't start until I was a freshman in high school. But I know better. If the power went out, then I would start to freak out. I was afraid whatever monster sat at my bed at night would come for me in the darkness. This is how the haunting started, with the paranoia and the fear of sleeping. Then came the figures we would see at the end of the hallways. Then the things flying off the walls or counters. Then the threat of physical violence started. We would be pushed down the stairs. Sometimes it would be a subtle fall, but sometimes you could feel cold hands on your back as they pushed you. But you could always see the shadow at the end of the hall, its faceless shadow towering in the dimly lit hallway. We only lived there for about six months, and we quickly left back to the sunny coast of California. The last thing that happened to us before moving back was during the holiday season. We were all sitting in the living room, me, my mother and father watching TV, and then without warning, all the pictures flew off the walls. Things we had up on shelves flew from their homes, glass shattering on the other side of the room from where it belonged. Then, about two weeks later, we moved. But sometimes, I think that part of the house came with us. Something is happening while we sleep. So for starters, my roommates and I are three level-headed recent college grads with absolutely no knowledge on anything paranormal besides crappy horror movies and I will take any advice or help I can get. Two of us, Jay and I, moved in at the end of July. The house was totally fine and vacant for a few months before this after the previous tenants had left. My aunt, being super spiritual, insisted on giving me sage, which I burnt in my room and marked above the door as per her instructions, as well as walking through the house with it and stating, anything that is not made of light and love must leave. Everything was fine and well, despite the occasional bumps in the night we would hear. Jay and I would talk about the weird dreams or waking up randomly in the middle of the night to loud crashing sounds throughout the house but we didn't feel particularly worried. The dog never really reacted to anything besides loud people on the street outside, because we live off a busy nightlife street. Our third roommate A moved in, and everything was seemingly normal. We had texted her about the crashing noises before, but no one was really concerned. A and J had messaged the previous tenants about forwarding mail and mentioned the crashing noises, to which they responded something along the lines of, Good luck, that place is haunted. No one was feeling hostile to the spirit or whatever was in the house, as it was just seemingly bumping around in the night and was easy to get used to. Recently, though, things have gotten weird. The first instance happened at night while I was alone in our living room and watching a movie with my dog. Out of nowhere, she got up and started growling and barking at the wall behind us. I immediately felt weird, and we went upstairs to go to bed and tried to forget that it happened. But she was on high alert at the end of my bed all night. The second incident was after A moved in, when she woke up to find a picture she had hung on her wall, fallen at a near-perfect vertical angle facing her bed, which was not possible to occur naturally as there was a box the picture would have fallen on directly against the wall. That same night, she had a dream where she was walking into our kitchen and saw a strange man standing near our door. 
who said something along the lines of, Oh no, you weren't supposed to see me. When she asked who he was, he said that he lived here in our laundry room and was very friendly. A woke up and didn't feel scared and didn't even think anything of the dream until she told us and Jay and I were freaked out. The third instance happened the same night, but in Jay's room, where she felt as if someone was behind her and running their hands up and down the blinds of her window. She didn't sleep at all that night, but she felt too scared to move or even reach for her phone. When she got home from work the next day, she asked whatever had done that to please stop, as she has many early shifts. Around this time, my dog had started acting funny. My room is in between A and J's, but my dog is seemingly afraid of the hallway between mine and Jay's room. She will wait at the top of the stairs near A's door for me to go into my room before sprinting to the hallway just before my room. I frequently have to pick her up and physically bring her into my room because she will not enter that hallway for some reason. Incident 4 happened five nights ago when Jay was sleeping and felt as if something was pulling at her foot. She woke up and immediately thought it was me or A but looked and saw nothing. She was weirded out and went back to bed. The next morning, she woke up with a long vertical scratch perfectly down the middle of her chest. She could not have done this in her sleep, as she is a nurse and keeps her nails extremely short. That day, I worked a double shift and left the dog in my room. A was working from home when she heard the dog freaking out and crying hysterically in my room. So she let her out and the dog would not leave her lap as she stared into the hallway between Jay and Di's rooms, still crying. A said while the dog was crying, she felt as if someone had brushed past her and was playing with her hair. She picked the dog up and went downstairs, where she still felt like someone was watching them. Jay later came downstairs, and the dog, who is usually obsessed with her, would go nowhere near her and physically started to shake if Jay picked her up. Jay's brother came to visit, and Jay told him and Day about the night before and showed her scratch, which had become puffy and raised. The fifth incident happened that night after Jay's brother visited. He was skeptical about everything we had told him, and decided to stay the night in Jay's room to see if anything happened to him. Jay also slept in her room, but on the floor. Jay woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of blinds being played with again and immediately looked to find her brother sound asleep and unaffected. She did notice that his bracelets were on the ground by her bed, but she thought nothing of it. The next morning, when Jay asked her brother if he felt anything, he said no, but his thumb was numb and went home. When he was in the shower, he called Jay, freaking out and remembering he had a dream or sensation in the middle of the night that his bracelets felt tight and like they were cutting off circulation, so he took them off. Where they had been, however, was now a scratch like the one Jay had on her chest. I am very fortunate to only have been woken up in the middle of the night to a loud noise a time or two, but up until now I credited it to the sage I have in my room, as well as the small altar I have next to my bed, with selenite and pictures or letters from my deceased loved ones. I contacted a family member that is a priest and asked for his advice as we are scared of what may happen next 
since it seems to be getting worse. He said that in his very limited experiences with spirits or possession, it's rarely houses that spirits are attached to, but people, and to get holy water to bless the house and say the prayer, in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. We are in the middle of getting holy water, but in the meantime, we are worried that we may not be dealing with a spirit, as all our research up to now makes us think we are dealing with a poltergeist. Will holy water work, or will it anger it further? Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'll be back tomorrow with some more truly terrifying tales. So, until next time, sleep tight.